I'm Drea. I'm Meg. I'm Tina. And I'm Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting within the fiber arts and how awesome it is. Yeah. Before we get into today's topic, let's talk about what we're working on. Jess. Uh, yeah, still that wyvern. Um, <laughs> he's, he's coming along, man. He's like, really cute now. He's, he's so He's got his touchy. wings. He's got his tail. And he has almost a whole foot. And he's, yeah, I'm working on one of the feet right now. I forgot that I have to make doubles and, you know... Weave in them ends to stitch together, so I've been putting it off. But no, he's going to be super cute. There's really not that much. After the feet, I'm going to give him some horns. Drea is making the wyvern walk around the table. Yeah, he might have some <laughs> eyebrows. I haven't decided yet if I want to go oh, that yeah, far. yeah, give him eyebrows. Right, well, Can you we'll give see. him angry eyebrows? Because like, he'd be, like, cute and angry. He's a small, <laughs> angry blob. And, uh, yeah, no, but he's, he's, he's coming he's along pretty cute. cute. He's pretty cute. And th- the second wing actually worked out pretty well. You can't completely tell that I had... No idea how I was going to do that a second time, but it's the way it should be. You know, it's it, it works. It's good. I, I'm I'm happy with them. Tina, I am actually working on preemie hats for my mom's NICU. Oh, nice. at her hospital. It's not her NICU. It's um the ho- her uh, the local hospital's NICU, and they asked for specifically hats for the preemie babies. Nice. So and it's so small. Yeah, they're yeah. tiny. So tiny. It has to be eight to ten inches in diameter. Oh, Ooh, so, so it's basically wee. like the the thing I've been using is my, my fist, yeah. basically. And like if it fits around my fist, like yeah. that's kind of yeah. that's the size, and it's it's so tiny. But I'm. But if anyone else wants to make preemie hats, pro tips that I've learned. What you got? Acrylic. Don't use. Oh wool. yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, has to be super soft. Yeah. Like no, like no well, scratchy. So, like they're so small. And yeah. Their skin is so, so their skin's super sensitive. So you have to use like. So I'm using. I think it's like just like butter or some soft like butter. It's from Lion Brand. It's I've, literally butter with an A. It's super soft. It's I'll I'll yank it out. And <laughs> um, but it's it's incredibly soft. But basically, you put it on the inside of your arm, and if it doesn't feel rough to the touch there on the inside of your oh, forearm, then it'll be safe for the babies. I should pre- um, I should be pretty good at judging that. And no joins inside the hat because oh, it'll, it'll be too rough yeah. on their their head. Their head. So that's kind of all the little things that I've learned so far. Nice. But yeah, I'm kind of cranking them out. They're That's really awesome. cute. <laughs> I could get on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. What you got, Meg? Um, so I'm taking a little break in Jazzagal uh, for the week. I am working on a test knit. Um, it is called the Butterfly Cage Cowl by Matt Lindley, also known as This Bear Knits on Instagram. I just started it two days ago, and it is. I, I picked it because, I, number one, I was bored out of my mind. Um, this is a lot of stock in it. I love this sweater, but damn. Um, and it is an, a worsted weight cowl, and it also has a stitch pattern that I am unfamiliar with, and I'm like, I feel like stretching myself for a change in the last few months. So, yeah, I will I'll show you what it looks like. 
This is what it's going to look like when it's done. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Isn't that like pretty? It. It's really pretty. I'll That's send neat. it to you so you can put it on the website. Um, but yeah, it's it's got this, um, you can see the close up here of the, it's called a dip stitch um, that oh. I do not know how to do and I'm going to learn how to do it. Um, Wait, he, can I see that for Yeah. He has very kindly provided um, both written instructions and picture instructions and YouTube instructions. Oh, So wonderful. I feel very confident that with, one way or another, I will be able to figure this stitch it out. It looks kind of yeah. like a cross between a lattice and a butterfly. It does. I was going to say it looks like a pull-up stitch. I, I do believe part of it is pull-up, yes. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I gave it a cursory like look. I just finished the ribbing right before you guys came over. Um, so tomorrow morning, I am going to, I'm going to teach myself how to do this stitch. <laughs> I believe in you. Thank you. I'm, it, I'm, I've just done so much stocking it lately and so much garter lately. I'm like, I need something. Something that it's fun. Something, something and fun. the tester came, yeah. testnet came up on my feed and I'm like, mm, I'm going to throw my hat in for that. And uh, I got the, got the pattern this weekend and I'm off. And plus I, you know what? I didn't have to buy the yarn. I have 8 million skeins of Malabrigo Rios. So it was just a question of picking two skeins. So. Nice. Yeah. Drea. So, I am still working on the Celtic Myths Fingering Shawl by Acetochromes, but I am, like, super optimistic about getting it done. You got a lot done this past weekend. I did, and I'm looking forward to, like, blasting through the last half of this border. I finally reached the the uh, midway point of the border. That It always seems easier once you're there. It does. Well... I, I've had a lot of other problems besides just like seeing the the um, the finish line in the distance, but we'll talk about that in a in a couple minutes because um, that's our topic for today. Yay! Yeah, how timely! It's very timely. <laughs> Be sure to check out our website, pardonmystash.com, for more information as well as pictures regarding our current projects, patterns, and yarns. Okay, so for today's topic. As I said, very timely. Uh, we are going to talk about falling into knitting funks and what we do to get ourselves out of them. We've all been in them. We all have been in them. Um, I feel like I have um, been in and out of several of them the last few months. I've actually been in a pretty severe um, knitting depression um, just because I've had so much like nerve pain lately. Makes but sense. I went online. I'm very excited about this. I went online <laughs> and I got this like little uh, compression glove and it's like a little fingerless glove and um, it's really helping me with like the yarn wraps around my fingers for, for tension and it's not bothering me anymore. That's excellent. Nice. Is it like 100% like not bothering you or just like It's like 80%? 100% not bothering 100%. me. 100%. Wow. Yeah. Excellent. That's awesome. Like I'm not feeling like I still feel the pressure of the yarn right but it's not no like pain. there's no drag yeah 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 so evidently like only using soft yarn is not cutting it for me anymore so which is very depressing but these past couple months i feel like my knitting production has been almost non-existent and i've been really down on myself about it which sounds pretty terrible i mean it's a hobby i'm supposed to enjoy it but no but it i mean i get it i i hmm how to, how to put this it's i feel like, like there's something to be said about wanting to do something that is supposed to bring you but joy. feeling unable to do it yeah yeah and of course you'd be upset about that because it's like you you want to do it 
well, you mentally want to me. do it, but you <laughs> physically don't feel able to do it at this yeah. moment in time. And that's it is frustrating. Yeah. So instead of like knitting, I've been like phone around on my phone and playing word games and <laughs> uh, generally being super unproductive. Dude, same. Yeah. I like um, the I the first month or two, like January, February, mm-hmm. I was like cranking. Like I was me too. I was like putting stuff out and then I did my sweater. The sweater. The sweater. <laughs> and then after I did that sweater, I it I had I had kind of a negative experience from it. Yeah. And No, I remember. And that, that was pretty terrible. Yeah, and without getting into details, but I got had a negative a negative experience and it kind of like took the wind out of my sails. Yeah. And so I feel like I looked at all my other projects and I went, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an almost universal, like if somebody makes you feel badly about the hobby that you're doing, I feel like a lot of times when you're so proud of of the work that you've done, you lose the drive. It's, it's like, it's why, um, why am I even doing this? If somebody's going to make me feel bad about it, I think that's a very natural reaction. Yeah. So I, I've definitely like, I, I could tell from like my Ravelry like, it, you know, you have that challenge tab and it says, like, the dates that you finished yeah. your project. So it's like January, like, do do all these projects. February, <laughs> my sweater. And then it's like March, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I also had my concussion. So it was yeah. like, so it was like a lot of things at once. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it was just like March, nothing. And then, like, April, finish the washcloth. <laughs> Hey, you and finished I, something. I finished Still something. Yeah, I, I know. And I had to power through it. Yeah. I remember I was sitting on the couch and Pat was sitting next to me and I was like, I'm finishing this washcloth tonight. And he looked at me and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, no, I'm doing it. I'm sure. finishing this, wa- this washcloth. And I finished it. And I didn't even block it. I just took pictures of it. I was so happy. I was just like, yes, I finished something. Um, I still haven't finished mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It was just, it was kind One of day. an idea. One day. One day. It's just put it in the whips list. <laughs> well, like, my production is, like, way up. I've, yeah. done, I've done more knitting in this past week Since than I have in, like, two months. Mm. So, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm going to yeah. finish this. <laughs> I'm going to finish, like, all my whips. Well, that's okay. exciting. Okay, maybe not all of them. I feel like the sweater is going to take longer. But <laughs> it, are you talking about the the cabled sweater? Yeah, yeah, that one's. I, I feel like that's going to take a little bit more time. But well, I had to put that down so that I could use these needles on the uh, on the shawl. There you go. Um, but I have a hat that I started for one of Frank's friends. Mm-hmm. I never finished. <laughs> is that the lion's colored? Yeah. One? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And I got the washcloth. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did I start? I started something else. Didn't no, you, I didn't. No, you were planning on a Seahawks hat. Yeah. But you didn't start it yet. I did not start that yet. Yeah, I'm also planning on a San Francisco hat. I think yeah. we need to start it at the same time so that we're like yeah. gun ho about it. It's always better with a buddy. Yeah, and that way we'll have it ready for football season. Yes. Back to the topic at hand. <laughs> Getting out of that funk. Um, for me, anyway, I feel like um, I have to. I, I was. I was. You were saying before how you were finding yourself doing like not nonsense, but just like stuff that doesn't. We'll not, call. It, we'll call it nonsense. Yeah. Stuff. Yes. So I. So my thing was is I would I would sit on the couch. Yeah. And I would watch TikToks for like two hours. Oh my. 
God. And then I wouldn't realize two hours went by and then yes. I'm like, what the heck? It's almost, yes. it's bedtime. What am I doing? I've done nothing. And and yet I'm tired. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm look, exhausted. the whole day is gone. <laughs> so like I have, I have, so here's my solutions for that. Um, I have pulled TikTok off my phone because oh, I'm there like, there you oh. go. Good job. I also feel like uh, there's also a sense of defeat when you feel like the thing that helps you get out of your other funks isn't working. Yes. Mm. Knitting is what helps me not feel depressed. Yeah. Because knitting is supposed to make me not feel depressed. When the knitting part actually makes me feel depressed, then I'm like, okay, wait, no, everything's making me feel depressed. (laughs) Nothing's helping. And then I end up with my therapist. (laughs) As somebody who also has a therapist, I cannot recommend therapy enough. Yeah. To anybody. Yeah. Everybody should have a therapist. Jess, what about you? Do you have any crafting funks that you would like to share? Yeah, mine come from executive dysfunction (laughs) and a sudden switch of hyper focus. Uh, Which I can see that. I have no control over, and I will be totally into something, and then I won't. And. That's enough of that. Uh, that's enough of that. It's just time to find a new hobby. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the, the executive dysfunction, honestly, it's awful. Like, I have not blocked my my dragon shawl yet, and I need to. And a lot of that is like, well, I have to find the iron, and I have to figure out how to make the steam thingy work properly. And that just seems like two enormous tasks. And I know they're really not. Like, I know where the iron is, guys. Like, I know exactly where it is. The finding the iron isn't even a thing. It's basically I have to reach for it. And that's just not <laughs> clicking in my head right now. Um, the steam thing may take a little longer because last time I used... Um, we have two irons. So it depends on, is this the correct iron? Um... But it's like, I want it to steam and not spit water, and that might be an issue, and then where is the time? So it's it's a lot of things build up to, I spend so long thinking about it that hours have gone by and nothing's gotten done. Um, so that's part one. How do you do anything? It's really hard, dude. Like, you do not even understand. <laughs> like, this is... This is a constant thing. Um, like, I understand that to, to some degree. Like, I do experience a mild form of executive defu- dysfunction from time to time, but... No, so it, it can be really bad. Um, honestly, sometimes what, what helps is having, like, a set deadline for things. Um, even if I create it in my own head... It doesn't quite work when there isn't like, I absolutely need this and I have a ton of other things that I also want to do because then I get distracted on those and I forget about the other things. So it's not a huge deal. Um, do, you, I, do you feel a funk when you're not getting these things done though? Um, sometimes it's hard to describe because it's one of those like that is there. So I don't want to start something else because that one's not finished. Um, but then I'm like, but I don't want to finish it. I want to do this other craft instead. <laughs> and that's where the, uh, hyperfixation shift comes in. And again, not much control over that. It just sort of goes. Um, and again, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to do the other project. It's just, it I'm going to do it for like, be done right now. I, well, no, even not even that, like I'll do it for like five minutes and then like, like I'm working on this wyvern real hard right now. And then I'm going to put it down after this and forget about it until like next week. Um, it is, I, I it is did, literally out of her head. I did notice like, that from last it, week. To yeah. This week. It's, nope. um, 
like i'll have exist. it like start it, it and it is the bag did not move from that spot on the it, table it did not one mm. week to this week and not gonna lie i was looking for the bag because i thought i moved it <laughs> but i did not it just see and i have looked at this bag all week but this isn't seen it. this isn't even a, a craft thing this is literally everything in your life it's this true. Is, this is, it took me a very long time after we moved in together to realize that that is also how she does chores. We cannot do oh, chores yeah. together. Like we cannot <laughs> because literally I'll be like, I thought you were doing the dishes. The dishes are half done. Why are you cleaning out the fridge? Why are you suddenly because in the I other knew there room? Were dirty dishes like, in the fridge, so I had to clean out the shit, fridge no, to get the rest no, of the no, dirty no. dishes. That's a bad example. That's a bad example. Usually, it's like you're on the opposite side of the house, like building a cabinet or something like that. Like it is totally off into left field, and yeah, it's bad. And it, you know, it, it was great when when because I you knew had, there was a glass in the other room, and I went in the other room and saw the shelf that needed to be built, and I was like, "Well, I should do that, so I have something to put the glass on." <laughs> Okay, I've, yes. I've Look, never no, heard okay. you describe this, <laughs> and I've been quiet because I've been sitting here going, holy shit, that's me too. <laughs> like, no, but but it does, and all of that does lead to these funks of like, I would like to get stuff done. And If she I cannot do something can't. that she wants to do, it is, it is horrific. It is like watching a toddler being told they can't do something, only she doesn't have a tantrum. She just quietly freaks out until you let her do the thing. Yeah, I can't. Like, but we'll, but we'll do it. just let Jess do the thing. So well, that's, that, the but that's the thing. That's it's not, the it's issue. not anybody else telling her she can't do yeah. it. It's she wants to do it, but there are other things that she has to do. Like work. And then nothing gets done. Uh, and, then, and then nothing gets Because she can't concentrate <laughs> on the thing she has to do. So that doesn't get done. And the thing she wants to do isn't getting done. And it, it is. It's, it's horrific. Um, and in some cases, the way I get her, honestly, like like um, right now when, I, when I'm not doing with this, like I've, I've been drawing like I, I'm like, oh, I feel like drawing now. I just got some paints. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I want to touch up my my dragons. <laughs> so we, we went to a game shop and I got got paints because I haven't done that hobby in like 21 years. And I was like, you know what sounds good? This. <laughs> just so. <I'm> gonna- <laughs> So I'm going to do that. Oh. And when I'm done with that, or when I'm looking at it and realize I'm not ready to do that, I'll circle back to, you know, this eventually. <laughs> this is just, my life. I have never been more thankful for my mild form <laughs> of what no. you do. Yeah. I, like, yeah. That's, I just have boxes. Honestly, we wouldn't have had to get paints because I still had paints, but they were all dried out by this point. So I did have to get paints. This is why I save everything because you never know. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I w- if I could find the wing to the puppet that I, I posted the other day, on a, I, I would have been doing that all afternoon. I honestly. would love for one day in your all your spare time for you to sit down and write a list of all the hobbies that you enjoy. And I would love to see how expansive oh, that man, is. I should. Because it would literally go on forever. Remind me, I'll do that. It is, because it's wild. It's, it is it's wild, crazy. the stuff that she the has done, that done or, or likes tried. to do. Yes, or, it's crazy. And and the cycling through, like, <laughs> literally, it, it's... And, and a lot has changed since Mariel was born, but... Yeah, I can do it. Before much, Mariel but. was born, it was literally like, this week I'm doing wood burning, this week I'm painting, this week I'm knitting, this week I'm doing crochet, this week I'm etching glass, like... <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot about it. You that. gotta just kind of <laughs> let it be. It's so it's you know, wild. They have a new Dremel tool, and it's awesome. <laughs> I want it. 
<laughs> so it's your, wild. So your <laughs> funks come from you have too many things you want to do, and then not you, enough time. Yeah, not enough time, and then not enough focus. It turns into a cycle. A, of so basically I get a funk in one things and I move to another thing and then I get a funk in that thing and I move to another thing and eventually those funks all cycle back and I'm back to the one I started. But depending on how many I cycle through before I get there is how long it takes me to get out of that quote unquote out of that funk because I don't really get out of it. I just cycle back to where it's not boring anymore. and a lot of the time you forget where you were. like there's the shawl downstairs I know, she started knitting I she bought know. this this shawl kit from ryan so beck pretty. right after our wedding yes so back in 2018 um it's a beaded shawl it's massive it's gorgeous gradient gradient yarn just start getting um, me the colors i like and she plowed through like the first section of it put it down and i mean i'm not kidding at least once a week since she put it down in 2018 I have heard God. I got. I got to pick that up again. <laughs> Once a week, literally, it is. It is in our craft room, and it's literally. I got to work on that again, but it doesn't happen. Like it's, it's someday the, the stars will. Align. The issue with that now too is because it is beaded. So I'm like, I could figure out where I left off, which may be possible, but my gauge is going to be different. Or I could pull it out. But if you've ever tried to pull out a uh, project that has beads in it, it's a pain. That yarn ain't going to be the same it's again. It's a pain. Well, no, and then beads are falling out because they're not strung on. They're they're hooked. Yep. So you, you have to like, it, it, it's, so I um, there is a funk and an executive dysfunction all in one. Because I'm like, that's going to be like just a pain either way. And I'm I not ready for that. I just don't want to do that. I'm just not ready for it. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. If she was just like, you know what? That is not going to happen. I'm not going to do that. I would be like, sure. But it's literally every it's, week. I got to yeah. work on that shawl. <laughs> A week for yeah, almost three yeah, years. Yeah. It got yes. lost for a little while, and I was still talking uh, about it. It was, yes. I gotta was find that. Shawl. Yeah, it then turned into I have to work on that too. I gotta find that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but but yes. So um, yeah, my my method is do something else to get into a funk with, and keep on going. <laughs> it'll eventually. It'll eventually that come back. That sounds healthy. Around. It'll eventually come back around. You know. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> as long as you know, and I, I mean, it's good to know these things about yourself. I, you know, it's true. It's, it's yeah, yeah. You could be doing it like completely unaware, and you're you're completely aware. Yeah. Well, and the nice thing is, as much as we joke about that TikTok about you know that's enough of that, you you don't like when you do pick up a hobby, it, it's and you put it down, it's never forever. It's it's no, until I, it's, I it's not like to... you go out and you buy all the things and you're like, I'm going to go buy all the premium stuff and I'm going to have all this whole collection of, of stuff. I'm going to spend hundreds of dollars on, on my new hobby. I'm going to do it for three days. I'm going to get bored with it because you do put it I, down, but you do pick I it do, up. Yeah. I do cycle yeah. back to it. I, I never spend a lot of money on something that I try and I'm like, eh, I'm not really, uh, I'm not really into feeling this. That. Yeah, exactly. Um, I only spend a little bit of money to try it and then, if I don't like it, I stop. I don't know. See, I spent a lot of money. <laughs> nope, nope. I, I, I will spend a little bit on, like, midline price. Like, I won't get mm. the premium if I'm not sure about it. I'll go midline because you can't get the crappy. What if that's part of why you don't like it? Exactly. And so you go midline a little bit and you try it. And then if I don't like it, I'm like, okay, well, we're only out a little bit of money. <laughs> That was wild, Jess. <laughs> this is like, guys, like a that, was, that was a whole ride. <laughs> Meg, tell us about um, 
Tell us about one of your funks. How do you get out of your funk? Most of the time when I when I get into knitting funks, it's because um, I've, I'm having too many projects that um, I have difficulties with. Like, um, for example, the, the pattern, I'm, I'm having difficulty wrapping my brain around the pattern, or my gauge is super off, or um, I lost my place, or I dropped a stitch and it's super complicated. And I mean, now I am much better at picking up stitches, but for years, that was a, a big thing for me. If I dropped a stitch, I'm like, well, and that project's done. Um, and the other, the other flip side of it is I'm doing too many projects that are either similar or have reached a boring state. Um, I have a nasty habit of casting on a lot of stuff. I think right now I have five whips going on right now. Um, the problem is, is I, I will start a project, like for example, I'm, I'm working on my Jazzagal, um, and I was super monogamous with that until I got past the yoke, which was the fun part, and then I got to the stockinette, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is a lot of <laughs> stockinette and fingering weight yarn. Um, and then I cast on, I cast on a shawl. I cast on Lacey Business by Amber O'Brien, which I love. It's a beautiful shawl. I can't wait to have it. And for most of it, it was like, it was, it's, it's garter stitch with some, you know, lacy rose in it. And I was switching colors. So I'm like, okay, this is enough to keep this interesting. Um, and then I got to the part where it's all one color and I'm like, oh, it's a lot of garter stitch in one color. So that went down. Um, <laughs> and it, it is, it's like, I, I have this problem where I'm like, I, I've, and the other thing too, is that both projects had, had fingering weight yarn. I finished exactly one project this year and that was a walk through Aspen's, which is a, a cable, cable knit, um, scarf. That was perfect because it was like just enough to keep me, keep my brain like going, not so complicated that it was driving me crazy and I couldn't watch TV while I knit it, but not so boring that I was like, holy crap, this is a lot of stockinette. When I get into a knitting funk, I have a terrible problem with just, I, I dive into the stash and I grab something and I cast on something and and it's a knee jerk. I don't know if you guys have ever done that where mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I'm just gonna start this. And then you're like, this yarn is all wrong and these needles are all wrong. And I really Why don't I feel do like, to yeah. <laughs> yes. And you're like, wow, thank, that's great. I just added another whip to my pile that's never going to get done. The death whips. <laughs> There's 11 whips. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, I thought you were in single digits. What no. happened? She fell down. And she the make-along is on Friday, down. so there goes 12. That's 12 whips. Guys, <laughs> um, Chad fell down. I have three. It's a lot I have, I have five right now. There'll be six on Friday. Don't give me that, Latina. <laughs> It's, I would it's like to remind you that I have twelve. Me. Jess, Jess has. We're not one. talking about you. We're talking about me. <laughs> if we're not, uh, if we're, if you're not counting the the shawl, that's true. The I shawl. Mean, that's not really a whip. whip right that's a... Um, what what I have found the the best thing for me when I get into a knitting funk is to be selective. Try to be selective in in my whips in in picking up a new whip. Um, Preemptively calling them. a <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's it's just like, you know, for example, I, I talked about it right at the top here where I'm like, I have all these fingering weight projects that is driving me crazy. So mm. the dumbest thing for me to do right now would be to pick up another fingering weight project because yes, it's going to be great at first and I'm going to be super pumped and can't wait to do it. And then I'm going to get about 15 rows in and be like, why the hell did I do this? <laughs> I'm in literally the same rut that I have been in for weeks. I've learned nothing. So when, you know, this, this past week when I saw Matt's cowl test, I was like, oh, cool. 
that's in a, it's in a worsted weight yarn. I have so much Malabrigo Rios. I don't need to go out and buy any yarn. It's, it's interesting on, stitch. It's a really cool stitch that I've never done before. So it is going to take a little bit of like mental gymnastics to learn it. But then it is repetitive. So once I don't think it. this is going to be tough once I learn it. It's a cowl. Cowls are generally pretty quick. They're short knits. I was like, that is completely different from what I am doing now. And that is generally what I try to do when I am in a knitting rut is try to pick a project that is 100% different from what I'm working on. And also I know that you two, Drea and Jess in particular, this isn't something that would probably work for you two. I usually go for the thicker yarns. Yeah, no, I'm me. like, you give me that chunky, the the Aaron, the worsted, and let me knock off a quick hat that I can do in a night. I want that that high of completing a project, and now I can get back to my nine million yards of stockinette. <laughs> I feel better about myself because Come I have on, accomplished. It's only like something. seven inches. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's how I feel about the preemie hats. So. Yes, you're knocking them they're out real super, fast, but it's like it's needed. It's yep. done, and then and I feel fast. And they're super fast. Yeah. And, and you feel good because yeah. it, it is like you do. I don't, I don't know what you guys, I do. Every time I finish something, it's it's like a rush. It's like, yes, look what I did. I finished it. I accomplished it. Yay. And I don't, when, when it has been months and months since I have gotten that, I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? I was really prolific last year. I knit 22 things. This year I've picked up much bigger, much more complicated projects. So I'm definitely not banging out projects as fast as I was last year and that's fine it's it's you know quality over quantity at this point but sometimes you just do you just need that quick and dirty project that you can just blast through and it kind of revitalizes your love of knitting again it's I feel like I'm more of a, a journey person like I, I explain I, um, I feel like it's less about completing it and more about enjoying doing so the project as I'm doing that's it. That's called a process knitter. So there's process knitter and a product knitter. I have learned something about myself. Process knitters <laughs> are knitters who who enjoy the, the process. They, they, they don't care. Like you could literally, um, you could not finish anything and be just as happy. You just like to do it. It's just about the feel of the yarn. It's about the, the process. Um, I would, I think honestly, Jess, you are a, a big process knitter too, because you like to learn new things mm -hmm. and figure stuff out. Product knitters are people who like, they see an, an object and they're like that, I want that. I would like to own that project and I want to make it. Yeah. I am more of a product knitter. I like the process. Like I'm not saying I don't enjoy mm. the knitting, but I hate the idea of I have the, a zillion whips that are never going to get done. I when I start knitting something, I'm like that item. I want that. I would like to wear that. I'm like half and half. I think you are half and half because I feel like there's stuff that I'm like, for example, the Silva cami. Like I really loved figuring out the construction mm -hmm. of the top, the triangles of the top of yep. the cami. And I loved figuring that out. But as soon as that was done, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> but then at the same time, there's I, there's moments where I need that high mm -hmm. of finish, of finishing the project. So it, it really depends. I don't know. I kind of I can kind of go both ways on that. Product knitters generally have a much harder time um, not finishing. Process knitters are like, it's going to happen. I'll get it done one of these <laughs> days. Like, I'm just enjoying myself and I'm here for the ride. And they're much more laid back. Product knitters, when they 
when they keep hitting snags or when something is taking so long or it gets boring, product knitters tend to get more frustrated. And it's like, why am I even doing this? Because I feel like I'm never going to actually finish what I am doing. See, I feel like it makes a lot of sense. You saying that I'm a a process knitter Mm. and me falling into a funk when I can't Right. Work on my process. Because it's not about, you, you're not like, well, I really want this shawl. Yeah. It's not, it's, about, it's not about that. It's about the actual act of doing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I get frustrated when I have been knitting something for freaking ever. And I feel like I'm just knitting into a black hole. Like nothing is coming out of this. And I have this list as long as my arm in my Ravelry queue of stuff that I want in it. But if I just keep casting on other stuff, I am never going to finish the stuff that I actually want to have. Um, so I, I think I think that's a really important thing to to kind of think about. And know about yourself. Know about yourself. Are you yeah. a process knitter or a product mm. knitter? And neither or are you a, a hybrid like Tina. Hybrid. <laughs> the hybrid model. She um, goes both ways. <laughs> and I, th- I think that really helps you understand your... your um, well, it helps you pick out projects right. and stuff too. Like, right. And well, it, it can also help solve the problem. Right. Knowing, it does help knowing, you get out of your funk. Knowing how you operate can help you find the solution if you fall into a funk. I love... A few months ago, we were, we were I was looking at Jess's Ravelry queue, and I was just laughing so hard because I'm like, you're never going to finish that. This I is easy as hell. Them. Like, what are you doing here? Jess needs to pick hard projects. Like, I pick because they need to stay like, Well, this is a neat stitch. And then I'm like, but this is all that this project is, is this one stitch. I'm going to figure it out in like three hours, and then I'm going to be done. Is that why you put that Halloween-y shawl? Yes, because there's three different ones, yeah. and they only go... So far in that top one was like really weird and I'd never seen it before. So is it the one that we looked at and we went, no, yeah, Yeah. that is the one. I looked at it and I was like, how do they do that? I want to know. And there were three different parts of the, I want to, I feel like the stick part is going to be. Yeah. You um, and I both looked at that pattern. We were like, absolutely not. Well, it Um, it just had a bunch of unfinished whips and their projects and the project list on it. Yeah. There were like three people that actually finished the shawl and everybody else was like, this is really hard. It's made for you, Jess. (laughs) And and that's the thing about her is that she doesn't, I, I could not do that. I would lose my mind. I'm like, I am not getting anything accomplished. This is pissing me off. I'm taking, it's taking way too long for me to learn. And she's like, oh, this could take three hours. It could take three weeks. It doesn't matter because I'm going to figure it out. Jess treats knitting like a Rubik's cube. She's going to, she's got to figure it out and figuring it out is the fun part. I cannot do that. I feel like I don't need to figure it out so much as just do it. Yeah. And and there's no wrong way to do it. Here's the thing about that though, too. I will literally look at that pattern until it makes sense in my head what I am doing. Like I will not try it until I have an idea of what it's telling me to do. And sometimes it's happened before that has taken me three days to just stare at the pattern and be like, what are they telling me to do here? I don't understand what are, and I'll, I'll keep coming back to it until I'm like, Oh, I think I know. And I don't have to know completely, but I do have to think I know. And then I try it. And that's half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and the, knowing is half and the battle. knowing <laughs> is half the battle. But yeah, but you know, it's also a reason why I don't think I could ever do an actual like mystery knit along. Um, oh no, no, no! I can't do that because I need to kind of know what I'm getting myself into. That's fair. That's it for this week's topic. For additional content and opportunities to connect with the cast, check out our Patreon or our website at pardonmystash.com be sure to tune in next week for more laughs love and llamas here on love it part of my stash